At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Slate, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, however you are taking us in this morning. Thanks for being here. We're happy to have you. Uh, college football in full force. What's uh, Parlay? What's your line about college football? Share with everybody. Hey, college football. It is what it is. It's <laughs> a great, great motto for this morning. college football. It is what it is. You, you catch what I said about the hash marks. E. Felica and I on our on our text thread, we were throwing this around yesterday. The, the way that that game played out, it looked like Brian Kelly understood where to run the previous play for his right-footed kicker, whereas Florida State doesn't really think about it so much. Well, keep mm. in mind, the play that led into the missed field goal in overtime was that play, which, by the way, Gil, the incomplete pass that looked like a fumble in live action that they overturned to being an incomplete pass. I don't know if you, if anyone caught it. The kicker in Florida State made the 50-yard field goal before Nor- Norvell decided yeah. it was a good iced idea. Yeah, ice his own to, kicker. To, to ice his own kicker yes. and, challenge, and challenge the spot, which was about 15 yards difference, which in yeah. normal circumstances would probably have been mm-hmm. a good move to get you closer. But we're dealing with a college kicker where – to me, I'd much rather if the kid, maybe even if it was possibly out of his range, kid just get up there, kick the kick without thinking about it at all, which he drilled. And then, of course, after thinking about it, the shorter kick didn't have a chance. That thing was kicked straight from the left hash yeah. and wide left. What do you think about Notre Dame after that? Let's add them to the mix. Where do you fall on them? It really. I mean, it was really just it was really just one horrible quarter more than anything for Notre Dame. So that's exactly what I think. It was like I really I I even texted you. I go, they're going to win this by a thousand. And they led by 18 late. I was like, oh, I was, I was right. It just took, you know, they had to get rid of those two, you know, Florida State had those two massive plays. Um, but that was sort of more of, I think it was more aberrational. But then not so much in the end. And Mackenzie Milton should be their starting quarterback. Yeah, dude. Mackenzie Milton's got a play going forward. He was, he was elite at UCF. And again, I'll say this again. Go back and watch those UCF games. Scott Frost, it wasn't Scott Frost doing it. Milton McKenzie was just tremendous. Excuse me, uh, Mackenzie Milton. Pardon me. <laughs> now my mother, <laughs> Gil. Gil, where did the where did he, she always calls uh, my brother's name first before she calls me and back and forth. All right, um, we get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the tweets. Uh, this one is from and there there's plenty of them. This one is from John G. Not John B. John G. Any value left in tennis futures? Um, by the way, thank you for calling it a futures. Most books seem to understand that. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. Um, again, we have the, uh, you know, Medvedev before the tournament at plus 575 on the men's side. He's got a great draw on his half of the bracket. We have Krajikova at 18 to 1 and 20 to 1 on the women's side. Now that Ash Barty and Naomi Osaka are are gone, the short shot in that tournament is Arena Sabalenka, who Krajikova happens to be playing in the quarterfinals. So if I'm landing now on the men's side, there's no more value on Medvedev at plus 210. And Zverev has the has the misfortune of having to play Djokovic if he gets there in the semifinals. Djokovic at minus 143, honestly, isn't the worst bet in the world. Like the fact that he's he's gone literally from what minus 125 to minus 143. He's not to me he's not losing till the finals. I have Medvedev so you know how I feel about it. I think Medvedev is going to beat him. But if you lo- if you have conviction on Djokovic, I would never tell you not to bet minus 143. On the lady side, just so many women can win this tournament. There's there's no more value on Krajikova. Iga's eight to one, maybe currently, and Benches is twelve to one. So, I mean, that's a that's a hell of a match today. Anybody could win it. But like even Radu Kanu's at plus twelve fifty, so there's no real value there. And then the other teen sensation on both sides, uh, Leila Fernandez is only in quotes fourteen to one. Leila Hernandez who beat Osaka and then took out Angelique Kerber yesterday. Two former number ones. That's never been done before. And then on the men's side, Carlos Alcaraz, who we've been on here recently. As you know, if you follow the show, he's at 36 to 1 on the men's side. The youngest player in the open era to ever get to the quarterfinals at 18 years of age. He's 36 to 1. You just can't bet anybody on the men's side besides Djokovic, Medvedev, and Zverev. Those are the only three guys from the beginning that could win this. I, I stick by that. So I would say the best value in the futures market to answer your question, John G, is probably Djokovic at minus 143 on either side for those who have conviction on the world number one. It is Gil Alexander. It's Jeffrey Parlay. Uh, this is a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio. Uh, let's bring him in from under, under a cloud of smoke to talk about all things baseball at Spreadopedia is where you can follow him on Twitter. It's Jason Weingarten. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good, pretty good. It was a fun, fun weekend of college football, and now we got baseball again. So now you you underbet the uh, the heck out of the Jackson State Florida A and M game yesterday. Yeah, that was uh, one of my better games of the weekend. It was really a, a marathon gambling session that started Thursday with uh, Eastern Washington at UNLV and ended with Florida State last night. But uh, Jackson State along the way, I won a. 50 to 1 and then 80 to 1 under 20 points. So that was a good, it's amazing. good start. I, sh- I should probably quit while I'm ahead. Well, but again, it just drives home, and, and people don't want to hear this, right? Some some people, you know, what we do in tennis, when when I do in tennis, what you do in baseball when you're making pre-flop plays, we do them by the data. We do things somewhat cerebrally, we'd like to think. But oftentimes, the biggest and most profitable things in, in sports betting are the most, I, I hate to use the term, the most brain-dead ones where where you, you have no idea that you even wake up in the morning that you're going to watch Jackson State and Florida A&M, but you happen to be there. Again, having life responsibilities get in the way of this kind of thing. But in Jason's case, he didn't that day, yesterday. He turns on this game. I'm sure it wasn't like a target game for you in the morning. Maybe it was. You'll, you'll correct me if I'm wrong. And then you just see the game flow, and you're like, oh, they are not going to score points. So it worked out brilliantly. ends up being your biggest thing all weekend. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. The Grambling game was actually on my target list yesterday. This just happened to be on an hour before, and I was sitting around watching it. By the way, this just in, uh, Adam Rittenberg reporting that uh, Golden Gopher star running back Mohamed Ibrahim uh, will miss the rest of the season with what they're describing as a lower leg injury that will require surgery, Coach P.J. Fleck announces. Uh, he was brilliant in Thursday's game. Rittenberg goes on to say before going down late in the uh, third quarter. Or for those of us who have ruptured our Achilles tendons, um, just like I said with Kevin Durant when they didn't call it that, I think he ruptured his Achilles tendon. Um, okay, so here's the deal then, Jason. I went through remaining strength of schedules late in the season uh, that are remaining. San Diego still with the most ridiculous combined opposing winning percentage, 591. It's, it's again, like playing a team 
that is the equivalent to, you know, north of better than the Astros um, and just south of the Brewers in terms of winning percentage, basically every single game the rest of the way. And yet they still have this half game lead over the Reds in the race for the second wild card position with teams like the Phillies and the, uh, the Mets and the Cardinals. We can even throw the Mets in there now knocking at the door. Um, Remaining strength of schedule, like how much do you buy into that? Like if somebody came, hey, I want to make a futures play on the Padres. Well, it's still the Dodgers in front of them. They'd have to play in a wild card game. So that's another thing. But let's say it wasn't the Dodgers, right? Let's say whoever their opponent was in the wild card game uh, wasn't as as formidable and they could get to the actual postseason itself in, in division series. A wild card game is actually postseason as well. I should correct myself. Um, what would you say? Does opposing remaining strength of schedule, like how much does that matter to you? It matters a little bit. I mean, I think so. Still got to win those games. Yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm not super high on on the Padres in general. Um, I, I just don't don't like their chances, regardless of the strength of schedule. It's gonna it's gonna require them stringing together a whole lot of wins, and they just haven't shown they can do that in the last month or two. So I'm not. I'm not super high on the Padres. All right, Major League Baseball awards. We've been talking about this all year. Um, National League MVP. You see something that just doesn't make any sense there still. Juan Soto is way too too high of a price. He's still 50 to 1, 40 to 1. He should be like 10 to 1. I mean, his his numbers are the best or second best in baseball, depending on how you want to argue. But I, I don't see how he could. 50 to one. If, if he's on a non-playoff team, if Bryce Harper's on a non-playoff team and Ando Tatis is on a non-playoff team, I don't really know what the difference is between any of them. I couldn't agree more. Like, I just, I don't understand that. They, they seem to be holding it. Well, now they're a last place team, by the way. Maybe that makes a difference. The, Na- the Nationals have actually fallen a half game behind the Marlins. So maybe get out of the uh, cellar. But other than that, if they do, it, it's all, yeah, n- none of them are in the playoffs. All of them are on the outside looking in. And every day you look at what Soto does, and it's hard not to come away with, this is the most dominant hitter in baseball. This is the guy that pitchers fear the most. And he, and he bears out on a day-to-day basis. By the way, he fills up a box score. And yet, and you said it in, this, in your Point Spread Weekly piece, the media can't quit Tatis, and it is becoming one of the more odd things. Yeah, it's weird to me too because they 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 like out his home run total, and that's great. He's third in the league in home runs, or fourth in the league in home runs. It's it's really great. He also has huge strikeout rate. He strikes out more than you know just about any of the other contenders for MVP. And then on top of that, his stolen bases, they're like, well, he has a whole bunch of stolen bases. And then my response is always, big deal. Batting in the top, he's batting in first, second, or fourth usually for the Padres. If you're batting at the top of the lineup for any team and you're stealing bases, something's wrong. Those guys shouldn't need to steal bases. If you, if you guys you can't move runners over, if you can't score runs, top of your lineup, you know, stolen bases is the least mm-hmm. of your problems. So, you know, I, I don't care about stolen bases basically what I'm saying. What's, what's your, um, what's your so, instinct here, Jason, that, that neither Tatis nor Soto get it. And that someone like Bryce Harper at seven to one does. Yeah, it's definitely possible. It's also possible that this is uh th- this is like the year, I think it was like 2006 or something where, where five or six different players all got first place votes. Um, it's totally possible that, you know, four or five different players get first place votes. And it's a, uh, a very tight race, you know. I, I keep saying somebody's really got to grab a hold of the race down the stretch. And it's been another week, and no one's really done anything to to knock Tatis off, except Soto. Soto's the only one who goes out every day and gets a walk and a hit. And fortunately, like you said, he's on the last place team, and that will hurt him with voters. Yeah. But it's it's really up to everybody else to do anything at this point. A hot week, a hot couple games, just. Somebody's got to get moving. Like it's Soto's fault that they're in last place, by the way. But you're right. There, there isn't really. I mean, that informs why Tatis is minus 300 more than anything, right? That none of the others, Harper or Muncie or Freeman or Votto or Trey Turner or Austin Riley, like none of them is so outstanding here down the stretch that uh, the bar, the betting market anyway feels like Tatis should uh, should be threatened by this, which is 
boy, oh boy. What a, if Tatis wins this, it's one of the most ho-hum finishes to a season ever. As August, as you pointed out, was miserable. We've gone over an hour of this show this morning without having mentioned the Dodgers-Giants series this weekend. Uh, in San Francisco, three games set. The Giants end up taking two of three. The rubber match was last night. Um, got interesting. Albert Pujols with a two-run shot uh, in the ninth to cut the lead in half from 62 to 64, and then the Giants held on for the win. So the Giants, a series that started with both of these teams tied with the best record in all of baseball and tied atop the NL West, finishes once again with the Giants with the best record in baseball. Um, Both teams, with a one-game lead now, both teams have relatively easy schedules the rest of the way. And obviously it's a massive deal because you avoid the one-game set will be more massive for the Giants to avoid that, quite frankly, than the Dodgers. But still, anything can happen in any one game. Uh, we're down to the final 25 games for both. Handicap this for us. I'm not surprised no one's talking about baseball after the, the weekend of college football that was going on. Me too. You know, yeah. Uh, base, baseball could really use a month less on the regular season at this point instead of trying to compete with other stuff. But uh you know, the Giants really winning two of, two of those three games was a big deal, and that having that one game lead down the stretch um, really helpful. Even this one game with 25 to play, you know, becomes two, becomes three, whatever. Um, suddenly, you're you're staring down the barrel of a wild card game for the Dodgers. Um, fortunately, they have Max Scherzer and Walker Buehler to to you know for whoever they're going to end up potentially facing, but. Uh, I, I think the Dodgers kind of squandered a major opportunity this weekend, and I'm not really confident that this next series with the Cardinals is going to be much better. Um, one of my bets today actually is the Cardinals. So, um, you know, got to keep my eye on the Dodgers this week. And kind of goes back to the same thing with MVP is, you know, the, 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 they have the best lineup in baseball. They have the best team but they got to do something. You know, there's just too much, too much not doing anything and too much, you know, one guy's doing something and three guys aren't got to get everybody on the same page. And they haven't scored. I think someone's saying they hadn't scored six runs since they played the the pirates two, three weeks ago, you know, in a game, it's just at a certain point, you just can't, can't keep looking at what it says on paper and they got to, got to put up results. So, you know, they're, they're trending towards a wild card game right now. They sure are. Uh, it's, it's, and it's fascinating because in the betting markets for the NL West, you can still bet on this. At BetMGM, proud sponsors of this here show, the Dodgers one game back with 25 left. And again, both schedules, both uh, combined opposing winning percentages for the Dodgers and Giants now, sub 500. Um, the Dodgers are minus 200, Jason, to win the NL West. And the Giants are plus 180. That's not a good bet, plus 180? I think it's too high on the Dodgers with the with the Giants having the lead down the stretch, but I don't think, I mean, like, I wouldn't lay 180 for for action. You just bet the games every day. You, you yeah. can just bet Dodgers, you know, you just bet the game straight up at this point. But plus, plus 180 on the Giants is a fascinating number to me. Um, I don't know what else we have to see, but, and, and it should be, it should be noted though, that a lot that goes baked into that is, and, and obviously, look, I've, I've said on this show so many times, whatever anybody picks against the Giants, especially with Mark Borcher does, I go, have you factored Giants magic into your model? And, you know, people, people laugh at that, but it's like, think about the Dodgers' record in extra inning games this year, right? Even if they're okay, even if they're mildly okay in extra innings, they're in the lead of this division. Then think about the head-to-heads this year uh, between the Dodgers and the Giants. Um, May 28th, remember, was that, was that game, the famous game where, uh, uh, who was it? Austin Barnes hit a three run shot in the ninth to tie it up. And then Mike Tauchman, uh, I like to say the, the Hebrew, uh, Mike Tauchman with the uh, unbelievable catch to rob what would have been the game winning Homer giants end up winning it in extras, uh, July, July 21st, Wilmer Flores, two run shot off of Jansen that turns a two to one deficit into a three to two lead giants end up winning it four to two. Uh, July 22nd, maybe as memorable as the Talman game, where Kenley, it's three, the, the Dodgers lead three to one. There's two outs. It's a three, two pitch. He walks a batter so that it's, it's three to two. Um, and then a ground ball to short. It looks like the runner is, the runner is called out at second on the force, but replay overturns it. 
and then the Giants. Then there was the checks. We had three to three. Rough with a with, with what looked like a total swing through strike three, and they go to appeal and it's like, nope, sorry, check swing. <laughs> it wasn't even close. The Giants end up winning that game. You just throw all of that in the mix. And by the way, this weekend too, runner, you know, uh, pulled off the bag. Will Smith pulled off the bag on, at first base in the ninth on Friday night. It's just, it's an amazing torrent of events that have led to the Giants leading this division. Literally, uh, everything has gone their way. Everything. It's amazing. Yeah, that's what you got to do to win when you're 100 to 1 to win the division at the beginning of the season. Jeez, 100 to 1, 25 games left to go with that. Um, okay, you said you have the Cardinals today. What else have you bet? First of all, the Cardinals, do we have a listed pitcher for the Dodgers yet? Uh, Max Scherzer, no. Is it Scherzer? Uh, I still don't I have it. I st- uh, yeah, I still don't have a listed, but maybe I'm looking at the wrong screen. But okay, Scherzer. Um, oh, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong day. Pardon me. Uh, so interestingly, with the Giants and the Dodgers, they both play sort of afternoon games after the night game yesterday. So the Dodgers at 4:15 Pacific, 1:15 excuse me, 4:15 Eastern, 1:15 Pacific. Scherzer against Mikolas and uh, Cardinals at about plus 185. You like them. Yeah, I like I like Cardinals, and I'm waiting for some props to go up. I'm gonna bet the first inning yes in that game, yes score, hoping I'm getting about even money on that. First inning, yes, a run will be scored. Hey, return of the first innings on the show. Uh, looking for a plus one hundred or better for a yes, a run to be scored in the first inning. What else did you bet besides those two? I bet the Mariners. I didn't want to let the show go by. I bet them one one seventy six. I didn't want to let the show go by without pointing out that they're now in second place. Yes, in the AL West, ahead of the A's, and four and a half games out with three games head to head versus the Astros coming up today, starting today. Isn't that and again? I'm not, not not saying the Mariners could are going to win. I'm just saying theoretically possible that the Mariners somehow win the AL West. And that would really shock me, but it, it could happen. The, it could uh, happen. the Mariners to win the AL West at bed MGM, 20 to one, 20 to one. Uh, I saw, I saw 50 to one last night. I was actually thinking of betting that, but yeah. I wouldn't bet 20 to one. That's no. way too low. Well, shop around always. I'm just quoting what I see in front of me. So, yeah, always shop around with these. But the Mariners, as you point out, four and a half back in the AL West and three back of the number two wild card position, a team that will just not go away. But as you say, now they have the uh, Astros head-to-head. Maybe they can make some headway in that. So you have the Mariners. You did play them at plus 185? Yeah, I bet the Mariners. I, I, I haven't bet the future yet. I was just kind of thinking about it. And then I have another I have another bet today. Or I have two more bets today. Um, same game, but I bet uh, I bet the, uh, the Rays with uh, the Rays to beat the, the Red Sox. And I have Wander Franco under one and a half total bases to hedge on the Rookie of the Year tickets I have. Wander Franco, he ought to be, the just like Soto ought to be the MVP, he ought to be the Rookie of the Year in the American League. Let us speak that into yeah, existence. It's, it's coming. He, he needs he needs another hit today to tie Mickey Mantle and he'll have a serious case. We're, we're, we're referencing Mickey Mantle, for God's sakes. Good God. Seriously. Jason Weingarten, as great as ever. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. All the baseball picks, they'll be in the newsletter. So will the tennis picks as well. Uh, all the information at vsin.com. We'll come back. Chrissy Andrews, Guessing Lines Preview. It's a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. I'm assuming they're proud. I think we can assume. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay, producer number eight, is here as well. Also producer number five. Um, by the way, Jeff, did you have uh, by any chance a... Uh, I just want This is always stupid to do this because no one did, but someone might have. Did you by any chance yesterday uh, have a, a Twins O's Tigers parlay going? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> the twins, the twins, uh, the twins beat. Let's see, they beat Tampa Bay six to five as what, like a two plus two hundred price. Baltimore beat the Yankees eight to seven. They were almost three dollars plus two ninety, 
And uh, what was the other one I just mentioned? What was the other one? Uh, Tigers, Orioles. Oh, yeah, the, the uh, excuse me, Twins, Orioles, and Tigers. The Tigers end up beating Cincinnati. Cincinnati 4-1, to one. yeah. Uh, Cincinnati imploded late. They were over a $2 dog. Anyway, um, that paid 33 and a half to one. It's not a bad day at the office. Yeah. Which, by the way, great job by the Yankees this weekend. To oh. lose two out of three to Baltimore. Great job. <laughs> so that division's done, right? I don't, I don't even put Tampa Bay no, on the screen it, anymore. Look, even though the Rays uh, had the decency to actually lose a game for the first time in seemingly two and a half months, Gil, yeah. uh, that is done. That race is over. Ladies and gentlemen, this uh, Monday show here on a numbers game, uh, if you have been a long listener of uh, the the Beating the Book podcast and here on a numbers game, you know that Mondays during NFL season are reserved for guessing lines. Except we don't really do it week one because, well, we've seen the lines all summer long. But we thought it'd be fun. Actually, Brian Grayson, great idea. I should have thought about this earlier. We've never done week one before, uh, but we thought, hey, let's just have Chrissy in and talk about whatever. Chrissy Andrews, everybody, my mishpucha. How you doing? Oh, he's got intro music. Oh, I don't have my headphones on. What's you the intro music? The same one you hated from before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. That's <laughs> <laughs> first, first shot at Jeff. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. <laughs> Do you usually come in this hour, or you just make it a special run here? I'll make it a special trip. I have to ease into coming in at 7 a.m. next week. It's like a training wheel. Thing. Yeah, right. So it's here we like go. here's <laughs> when people like go. Oh, I've never driven like old people. I've never driven there before. Let me do a test drive the week before, kind of thing. Okay. It's so great to see you. How many years have we done this? 25, 45 years? How long has it been? I, I think this would be our 10th year. I think. <sighs> Tenth year. I'd have to go back and check. And and the first thing I would just want to say, people are like guessing lines. Don't you know the lines by Monday morning? I I people don't believe me. I am taking so many notes from the games that day to do guessing lines because we don't just like hey here's a number. We go through like everything that sure. happened the previous day. That I genuinely for the purpose of the show. If I didn't do the show, I would look right. Of course. And maybe one seeps in where you can't get away. And now, by the way, it's going to be a little more difficult because these shows, these mainstream shows, are a little more loose with the lines now. They'll actually say them. So I may have to do a little mute stuff going on. Well, you might. But I would also say that's the other good part about guessing the lines. We go through thoroughly, not just here's a number, it's seven. Right. How did we get to seven? Yes. You know, what happened yesterday that you know changed us? You know, from nine to seven, or from four to seven. You know, what all happened? How how did we get here? So I think it's a good exercise for a lot of people looking forward to the next week. It's you know, besides just the number. Perfect way to start your NFL betting thoughts for the week. Right. And what we find, you and I, we we said this so many times that you sometimes, so many times, our instinct on that first Monday, because you'll give your thoughts on what you or what you think about the, on bets too, are very clear. And then we spend the next four or five days convincing ourselves otherwise. I don't know what I was thinking on Monday, and then Monday ends the or, just, or what we thought on Monday ends up being the right call. I know. I always think of that. It's a Malcolm Gladwell book, Blink. Blink. You know, a lot of time, you yeah. know, for people that are like ingrained in something, like you and I are in this. Yeah. Thing, your first thought is often correct. And then you spend the rest of the time telling yourself how stupid you were, you know. But that first thought is often, you know, very, very much where your your head should yeah. be. I love the, the Malcolm Gladwell uh, reference. What was it? it was Blink, Outliers, and what was the third one? Oh, I don't know. I've read. Oh, uh, no. What was it again? I've read every one of his except the. the tipping was, Point was the. Was tipping the, Point's the another one. Yeah. I, like the Bomber Squad or something like that. See, it's I, his latest book. I, I have it at home. I haven't read it yet. I got to read. I got to read the, the latest ones. But of those three that came like from the, from yeah. the start there, I find myself referencing Outliers more than anything. Which is about like things we don't we don't acknowledge have more to do with our fate than we'd like to acknowledge. Yeah, he he has a unique way of looking at a lot yeah. of things that we take for granted, and I think that that's uh, you know a lot of times that's like the brilliance is looking at something very simply. Yes, you know, and that uh, is I think he does that well. And Blink, of course, is I just think of the Jack Welch example that he gave in there. You can't really articulate why you think you know something, but in a blink, all of your years of experience right. and observation lead to that immediate reaction, and that's kind of what we do with uh, Guessing Lines on Monday. Chrissy Andrews in studio, where Guessing Lines begins in earnest uh, next week, but we thought we'd just chat about all things football. We'll get a sense of the betting action here at the South Point here after the break. With Chrissy, a numbers game at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network.
Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Now is the perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy. The VEASAN Pro Football Guide is the perfect way to start. Our VEASAN experts have won major football contests around Las Vegas, and our guide will give insight to not only against the spread contest, but survivor pools as well to give you a winning edge. Just download the VEASAN NFL Guide today for only $19.99, or get VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. Chrissy Andrews is here as well. Uh, week zero. No, it's week one, but we don't do guessing lines at week one. Let me not start that with the NFL. Uh, lots of tweets. We get tweets. Uh, J- uh, this is John G again. Arkansas got a first down with a minute left and ran in for a touchdown to get the cover over Rice. That one I missed. We were talking about late college football game shenanigans where you really do get a sense that the coaches kind of know the spread. That can't... That- <laughs> That Kent State the Kent one. State game. Yeah, it's just, was, yeah. Well, let's try another 25-yard yeah, field right. goal. <laughs> just, just to make, the, <laughs> make it look a little more impressive. Uh, sure, why not? So we should lose by 28. Uh, let's see. Uh, David uh, Chimillo, Arizona State versus Southern Utah. The over didn't hit by the hook. Arizona State was at the goal line but decided to run the clock. Okay, well, there's one where they, they did the right thing. Uh, hashtag Schwartz. I like a guy who has a hashtag to begin his uh, Twitter handle. How do you feel about the no-brainer parlays against the following teams during this part of the season, and how uh, how do you do it round-robin style? Thanks, Orioles, Cubs, Pirates, Rockies, Rangers. I'll be honest with you, hashtag Schwartz, if I may call you that. Um, used to be pound or number sign, but now it's hashtag. Um, I, I, I don't know how you have bandwidth for betting baseball right now. Like I, for me, I was betting tennis all weekend. Uh, had John Rom going in the uh, the tour championship, and now it's college football in the NFL right around the corner. And I guess we bring in Chrissy for the answer to this. Do you find baseball handle just falls off a cliff, or does it keep steady? Well, not yesterday. We had a huge baseball handle. Yeah. You did, and uh, you mentioned some of those dogs that won, and so we had a hell of a yeah. day. Yeah, you so, did have a hell of so a day. So thank God for baseball yesterday. It was the handle was great. Yeah, but I got to say, our well, our, I'm probably saying the same thing a lot of guys in town are saying. Our handle has climbed up mm-hmm. uh, continuously, and uh, we were very impressed with the handle on Saturday. All day, I had kind of a number in mind, and man, man, I hope we get there. Hope we we beat that by like thirty five percent. So Michael was very happy yesterday. Baseball's you know still pretty good. I mean, you know, I, I listen. There's a lot of intrigue in baseball, like Dodgers and Giants. Oh. That was a, I mean, come on, that was great. Baseball yeah. needed that series. Yeah. That, that that was, was good. Awesome. By the way, I was in San Francisco for a day. You would not like that's the thing about baseball now, regionally in certain pockets of the country, it's as big as anything. Yeah. In San Francisco, and this of course goes back to their winning three World Series at the beginning of last decade, it's as big of a baseball town as you will find. Yeah, you know, I somebody said at one time, I, I wish I could credit it probably might might have been Al Michaels, said that, you know, baseball is no longer really the national pastime but there's like these pockets oh yeah san francisco being one of them you know cincinnati mm-hmm. st louis where they care about their team now somebody in st louis probably doesn't care about the angels you know but they do care passionately about their team and uh that i think we've seen that and uh you know that's okay with me it, it seems fine I, I i think that's terrific it's interesting what you said that you have a number in mind and michael by the way that you're referring to for those who don't know michael gone who owns the south point who you're always in communication yeah. with about what's going on at the sports book so for week one of the NFL season, which begins Thursday, and I'm I'm surprised the Zach Martin announcement. Yeah, who's he won't be able to play because uh, tested positive for COVID. Did he test positive or was it tracing? You think he tested positive, right? He's vaccinated and he tested positive, so he's out. I'm a little surprised that number didn't move, but I guess it's over the seven. So yeah, I, I thought it would like drift up a little bit, but it didn't. Do you do you have a so for Thursday night football? Do you have a number in mind, and then for week one as an entirety? parsed out with Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, do you have all those numbers in your head? I, I, I really just have one number in my head, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the week. And sometimes, you know, well, this week, I mean, that's going to be a pretty good Thursday night matchup. Oh, yeah. So sometimes we have some lousy ones, but I'm still looking for it to even out over the course of the week because you have a bad Thursday. You usually wind up with some good Sunday matchup, you know, whatever. Uh, but I always have a number in mind at the end of the week that I look at and uh, – you know, th- I think this Thursday is going to be really good, but that's out, that's not necessarily indicative of the rest of the season. Do you, I mean, given what you just said with this just like perma crescendo of sports betting, by the way, Chrissy, this sports betting thing is going to take off one of these days. It's going to catch on one of these days. <laughs> what, I'm positive. One of, one of these days. But be, be given that, 
Are you ever, like, are you rarely disappointed by your projection? I would imagine so, right? Like, how many times do you remember this year you being like, oh, wow, I can't believe we didn't get as much as we, we thought we would on that? Well, I'd say probably in the last, since 20, well, you got to throw out 2020. Yes. But 2019, uh, so far 2021, I mean, sure, there's always a couple days you're really shooting high. I mean, you want to shoot high, so, you know, you don't want to always uh, undersell it. I mean, sometimes I I tell Michael, I hope he's not listening, sometimes I'll tell Michael a a number that I'm pretty sure we could hit. Um, But I have some in mind, and sure, sometimes we don't quite get there, but, uh, you know, we're always trying to shoot high a little bit. Um, How much of your... I don't know if handle or ticket count, I should say, probably for this one. How much of your ticket count, and maybe your handle, do you think is going to just be the natural teasers this weekend? So Tampa Bay being your Thursday anchor, and I'll just say, I mean, Buffalo, San Francisco, the Rams. San Francisco is a road favorite, so it's not a natural long leg, natural Stanford long leg. But all of those teams, and I have one in my account, I'll be honest, it seems like a teaser fest you th- he's looking at me. He's like, well, really, do you want to see? It's like, <laughs> Gil, that's every week. Yeah, I, I mean, some weeks are worse than others, this but seems, it's this every seems week. worse yeah. than others. It's every week. Let, yeah. let me, let me just, here's my philosophy though, on the first week of the season. Please. Okay. It seems to be guys bet more on like a referendum of that team's projections for the season rather than that specific game. That's what they're looking at. And that's why every year we do have some upsets week one. I mean, there's a lot of things involved. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, you know. listen, again, I'm painting with a very broad brush here, but you know, a lot of times a really good coaching staff with maybe not a great team could come up with an upset because they've, they, they've known their first-week opponent for like, what, right. four or five months or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they can come up with a pretty good game plan and maybe pull an upset, whereas like the other team, I mean, it's just human nature. Sometimes you're, you get a little complacent. We know we're way better than this team, so we'll you know, just kind of do our thing and we'll be fine. And that uh, doesn't always work that way in football. What is, uh, I've asked you this in some form, you know, in previous years, but what's like the betting behavior that has changed the most in your years here, or maybe just in the recent years? Well, if you remember on a previous show that we did, I told you a college football betting strategy. And by the way, if nobody really did this week one and hit me with anything major, but I told you, find a couple underdogs and bet them money line round robins. And I mean, there were some big ones, especially in like the FCS games. You know, that you, you could have found some really juicy dogs. I think Ben Fowkes tweeted out one, like a $100 bet would have paid like $1.3 million or something like that. Yeah, yeah of course, I, I don't know anybody that had that. Hold your, hold your NFL answer to that okay. question, if you would, for after the break. Um, the interesting thing with round robins is I wonder if people people don't understand the math and that's what prevents them from – because I, I couldn't explain it that clearly to people. Right, like It's not that easy of an explanation. And I wonder if that just alone prevents people from engaging in those. Oh, parlay the straight, more straightforward for them. Uh, round robins, not so much. More with Chrissy and the answer to that question: What has changed betting-wise in the NFL? Right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It is the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy hundred bucks. Register using code VSIN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. Just one. By the way, Clemson, Georgia barely got there. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code VSIN100 to win $100 when you bet $1 on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid-in free bets, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Chrissy Andrews, my mishpucha, who runs the South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook right behind us. The majestic, lovely South Point Hotel. Uh, you and I were just talking off air. because, And I'm sure this is this story has been told elsewhere on the network, but never uh, on a numbers game. So Jimmy Vaccaro, your conciliary, mm-hmm. American treasure, Jimmy Vaccaro, 
He, he explained the story. He took a flight for the first time in 30 years. Took a flight for the first time in 30 years to go back to Pittsburgh, Trafford. That's his hometown. Mm-hmm. He flew out there uh, six weeks ago, a month ago, whatever it is, something like that. He needed a, a Valium or two to get there. And his cousin, also named Jimmy, uh, flew with him, you know, to just make sure he was okay. And uh, he was there, and he, we wanted to bring him back to Las Vegas. How are we going to do that? You know, so... Uh, uh, Michael Gaughan had a meeting on the East Coast. I don't want to give too much away. He had yeah. a meeting on the East Coast. So he says, how about we'll fly out. We'll go to we'll drop me off for my meeting. You'll fly up to Latrobe, Pennsylvania, Arnold Palmer Airport. Former Redskin training camp spot. Yeah. Latrobe, Pennsylvania. It's Steelers training camp. Now it is, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, was it? Oh, maybe it wasn't Latrobe. Maybe it was Steelers. Yes. Uh, I'm thinking of yeah, St. Vincent's College. Yeah. Latrobe. Anyway, uh, so we fly up to Latrobe, mm-hmm. pick up Jimmy, <laughs> go back, pick up Michael, and head home. But there's some very quirks in that story, too, that make it even so funny. You literally flew there to oh, fly yeah. him back. I flew there to fly him back. Now, a couple things. Number one, I think Michael loves the fact that Jimmy and I love each other that much. Yes. I mean, there's no ego, no jealousy, none of that crap. You know, no. I love him. I love having him back. So anyway, he, I think that made him very happy. And Michael Gaughan, guy, I'm not his accountant. I don't know what exactly his net worth, <laughs> but it's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I was. <laughs> he called me, and I was in L.A. for the day. He called me eight days before the flight. What do you want to eat on the plane? <laughs> <laughs> what are you cooking it now? <laughs> no, I got to make arrangements. Okay, you know. And so that's what we ordered, and we had food catered from Michael's restaurant. You know, oh, maybe the best restaurant in nice. Las Vegas. Very nice. Uh, so that's, you know, just things like that. Uh, and then Jimmy, Jimmy is afraid to fly. I, you know, he no makes no bones about it. A little shaky on takeoff, but after that he was fine. Just, and I think. Uh, you know, I did my job. I talked to him the whole way, and you know, we just talked about all sorts of things. Distracted him, basically. distracted him. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, he, he he was okay. He didn't need that much distraction. The other funny thing, so we're at Latrobe Airport. Michael has a pretty large private plane. Yeah, you're not, not some you're, little Piper Cup. Yeah, we left yeah. out that detail. Okay. We're not flying coach so, here. So <laughs> the plane lands, and like the 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 lady at the airport, she says. That's the biggest plane we've ever had in this airport. And then she looks at Jimmy. They're coming just for you? <laughs> yep. Yeah, actually, they are, kid. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> they are, kid. What did someone say? Someone asked you if you could replace Jimmy? <laughs> when he left, somebody asked me, are you going to replace Jimmy Vaccaro? How are you going to do that? <laughs> You don't replace Jimmy Vaccaro. You're crazy. How do you do that? That's the quirkiest thing you could yeah. ever replace. American treasure, Jimmy Vaccaro. But you you have said it. We were joking, but you have said it many times before. You do nothing of significance here without right. running it by Jimmy. Yeah, I'm not talking to Jimmy every time I move the, yeah. the Brewers total, you know. Right. But, I mean, if I'm going to put together something and I always run it by Jimmy first, does this make sense? Does it not? You know, and, and you know, he always says, I don't do anything around here. And I always tell Michael, don't listen to Jimmy. He, I, when I need him, I need him. So, yeah, yeah it was important to him. Do, okay. So, and we'll get to the answer to the, the well, let's, let's, let's pay off that tease, first of all, with the, the betting behavior that has changed the most in the NFL by your observation here in recent times. Well, I've said it before, money lines. You know, a lot, a lot of people bet more money lines, money line parlays, um, you know, that sort of thing. That That's the thing that's really changed. And it, it's not just the NFL. It's across the board. College football, we see it. Uh, a lot in the NBA, college basketball. You know, hockey's always been part of that. You know, but uh, that, that's been the significant difference, I'd say, in the last 10, 12 15 years, something like that. For those who say the money line parlays are a very square thing to do, you would say what? Well, I would say this. You know, you know, a lot of times you're know, betting parlay cards or, or you know, or parlays off the board. There's juice built in. Like the more you bet, the more juice you have to overcome. Well, money line parlay pays what it's supposed to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, so if, if you get the true odds on a money line parlay, and I think that's one of the reasons why they are so popular and you know mathematically they make sense you know if if every if every number in your parlay makes sense yes then there's nothing wrong with with betting that parlay that should be stated right like you you won't necessarily get the best price on every leg at one shop right so that needs to be stated but yeah. but otherwise i think it does get a bit of a bad rap the money line parlay uh, part of that um after all these years and you've done this for 40 years now 
42. 42. Sorry to sell you short. 42 years. Is it this time of year that still gets you charged up the most? Yeah, they were laughing at me the other day. You know, Friday nights are heading into the first big Saturday. I hardly slept. I mean, I hardly slept at all. It was, Be- because you knew the long day or because you were excited? Because like I was excited. Kid. Like a little it's kid. It's always a long day. Yeah. You, know, I'm not, you know, that's nothing new. Yeah. But I was excited. You know, we're getting, it was a good college football kickoff on uh, Saturday. So it was a lot of fun. I, I mean, it's hard, to, it's hard to explain to people who aren't immersed in betting. Like, my entire day, Saturday and Sunday, was just nothing but betting and watching tennis and college football. And it, it is exhausting. Aaron Schatz and I talk about it football when they were like, oh, we're going to add a fourth, you know, in that London slot. And we're like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted watching three a day. <laughs> like, I'll die. And I'm not even playing. I'm betting. Yeah. I came home that night, Saturday night, and, I, you know, I'm watching the LSU-UCLA game. And I think there was something on after that. And I finally told my wife, I said, you know, I've had enough of football. Can we watch a movie? <laughs> that, just I do the show same. Like, Can we watch the, the most brain-dead <laughs> yeah. reality anything, show possible? Anything. Yeah. Give me a 90-day fiance. I mean, that goes to what What time was that game over? You know, 9 o'clock or whatever. So yeah. it's a pretty solid day of football watching. So back to guessing lines because it starts again. Starts Megapod. Okay, so let's let's review this for folks. Oh, there's, by the way, did we show that tweet? There is, uh, there's we Jim. brought him back. We got Jimmy Vaccaro on a plane. He's back in the fold of the Southwood. And there is a rather, uh, how can I describe Jimmy there? Not comfortable Jimmy Vaccaro on the left. <laughs> I don't know if that was pre no, or post flight. I, I, that was, I think that was just his pose. He was much more oh. relaxed at that point. I'm not sure. You'd have to ask Jimmy why he posed like that. Because <laughs> we were all, you can see us all, we're all very happy at the end there. That's David Ross, by the way, on the one end, Michael on the other, me in the middle. And uh, Jimmy was doing that for the gram. I think, I don't know what. Because <laughs> so. he's so hip to social media. That was for his Finsta. Um, okay, so here's what happens. The, here's our schedule during football season, and we have a pretty – that's the thing about football versus the rest of the year. The rest of the year, we're just like, hey, what are we going to do on this show? We're going to talk about whatever's going on. Once once this week hits, it's like we have our college football guests pretty much when we mm-hmm. have them, Futak, uh, Felica, Kramers of the world here on a numbers game. Uh, and in pro football, the two anchors of the week, which we have done for years and years and years – Monday is Guessing Lines, which is essentially our first look. Chrissy and I do that. It's our first look to the lines of the coming week in football. I don't look at the look-aheads. I don't know the lines from the night before. Um, Basically, Chrissy gives me the matchup, or maybe Parlay will give the matchup, however we end up doing it. Um, I'll give my Insta reaction to what I think the line will be, or what it should be. I always get mixed up with that. And you will essentially say what you're before you before you do this show. It's not up yet here at the South Point. You will then give us, and this is what everybody tunes in for. You're thinking as to why you're going to put up what you're about to put up at the end of this show. And sometimes I comment, "I like your number better." I like and your I know number we better. have that T-shirt. We have a T-shirt. I like have that. a picture of my wife holding up that T-shirt. I like your number. Better. I like your number better, Gil. That we have that in the Veasan store. So that's and and with, that is a tribute, by the way, for those who wanted. That's a tribute to the old Stardust radio show that did the same thing. I think Roxy was on that back in the day. Yeah, the Roxy repeat. Uh, by the way, Roxy's in town, right? Yeah, I had uh, Las Vegas. Chris told me all. Yeah, about. we had lunch yeah. the other day last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. I need to get Roxy on to do a baseball show, but he's playing hard to get. Uh, he's. You can get Roxy on anything. You know, he's <laughs> as sharp as they come. Seriously. He is. He really is. And and. It just and again, I always say this, and I don't, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. We should embrace. We will never have guys like you guys again. We never will. Not, not that you're going away anytime soon. I hope not. But I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like th- this will never be captured again. Roxy and Jimmy and you and and everybody else. But so that's Monday. Monday is guessing lines, which we have done. Chrissy and I have done for. I think a decade now. And then on Thursdays, it's the Megapod. So after Parlay and I do this show on Thursday, race over to the D where we do the Megapod, which is also the betting perspective for a roundtable. It's Mike Palm uh, and Todd Wishnev, who will be here, by the way, this week to play tennis and do Wishnev Wednesdays with us on set. Um, but he will be there. Those are the two anchors. And then we have a rotating guest from the sports betting world on a week-to-week basis. So that's our two anchors, guessing lines and a megapod. And, man, it's football. And I was just saying earlier, this is like the decency of golf and tennis. It's like full golf, full tennis. And then they calmly get out of the way when yeah. football appears. <laughs> I, I'm not sure they had a big choice. Yes. <laughs> they knew They knew how their yeah, bread was yeah, buttered. They're yeah, like, let's they get did. out of the way for this. Um, you expect the biggest year ever, I would imagine. 
Well, I don't see why not. I don't see you why know, either. I mean, it's like I said, it's we've been on kind of an escalator up in the last couple of years. And uh, like I said, 2020, you kind of got to throw up. But actually, if you look at 2020, football season wasn't that bad. Yeah. Even with all the crazy stuff. I remember one week. Oh, God. I'm, I, I know Utah was one of the teams. I think it was Utah and Texas State, I was looking at. Texas State was playing their 11th game of the season, and Utah was playing their first. Yes. You know? It was ridiculous. So last we had year. stuff was, like that. You know? so and then at the end of the year, the, you know, well, Alabama won again. Real so, quick, does any team in the NFL hurt you if they win the Super Bowl here at the South Point? Raiders. Raiders would hurt you. Yeah. I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. We'll see. <laughs> I hope Brent's not listening, but I don't think you're going to have to worry about it. Look forward to it. Can't wait to do it Monday with you, my friend. Oh, that'll be a blast. It will be. I can't wait. Chrissy Andrews, my mishpucha. Guessing Lines begins next week right here on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Then we'll put it in podcast form. Thanks to everybody. Good luck. Let's get those tennis picks home again right here from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.